big question is this. How were two women who didn't cheat and purchase a gym franchise model, how were they able to spread their mission and purpose by empowering and transforming hundreds of women's lives through fitness, nutrition, mindset, and accountability with a micro gym business model of women only? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. We are Lady Strong Fitness. Welcome to the Lady Strong Fitness podcast. So we'll do a fun little short and to the point sweet episode um, on the Royal Family Kids Camp organization. Um, We were um, referred to you by Gaia. She let us know about your organization. So um, every year at Lady Strong Fitness, we pick one charity during the month of November to donate to. And then um, usually it's based on our members. They're the ones who suggest it. Um, And then we kind of all do a vote. So we voted for your charity this month. We've had really good success. So what we do is we have everyone check in for charity. So um, on social, they either check in through Facebook or they check in on their Instagram stories. And for every check-in that they get, um, we donate 50 cents. And at the end of everything, uh, we match it. And we also did another incentive where if they referred a friend into the studio, it'd be a $5 donation. So yeah, we're super excited to donate to you. Um, But I wanted to hear a little bit from you. We've got, um, I've got five questions for you. And then of course I'll let you take the floor afterwards and tell us more um, to your liking. Um, But first question I have is just tell us the backstory behind it. Sure. So Royal Family Kids Camp was founded about 30 years ago, actually out in California. It's actually a nationwide organization. Um, And the whole goal was to um, have a camp that was aimed at vulnerable youth at foster care children Um, and really having a five day experience where the kids could go and just have fun, feel safe and be loved. And that camp now is currently expanded. The organization name has actually changed to called For the Children is our national organization now. Um, And one of the reasons why is we've just expanded from just a five-day camp experience. We now do um, club mentoring. So we get to have monthly interactions with the kiddos. Um, It's gone to advocacy, foster and adoption, support for parents, and any um, other wraparound services that the families of foster care kids need, Um, as well as it's expanded from just California to um, there's over 252 chapters in the United States. Um, Specifically, we're in 44 states um, in the U.S. and actually 12 countries. So it's kind of been around for a while. Um, So that's kind of like the full, um, from the top down, the full organizational. And there's a lot of traction right now. Um, The head of the organization, his name is Paul, and he's really working with um, the White House and, you know, the DC to try to figure out during this pandemic, actually how affected are the vulnerable youth and what really needs to be done Um, They're calling it like an epidemic within the pandemic is this foster care problem that we have. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. I had no idea that it was national. So how cool is that? Um, So you kind of already answered this a little bit, but can you tell me a little bit more about what the camp is all about, how it does end up happening, um, helping foster kids and just kind of the ins and outs of what it looks like for them? Yeah. So our camp specifically, the one that I direct, um, I've been involved as a director for the past five years. Our organization started, or our chapter started in 2007. Um, And when we first launched, uh, we were focusing on like Cook and Lake Counties. We've kind of expanded to DuPage and we really don't turn away any kids. Um, But we started with about 50 campers. 
Um, and we've grown to, I think our highest was about 115 kids um, on one of the years. And so our camp week is really structured around kids just having a week where they can be a kid. Um, a lot of times kids from trauma have to worry about meals and um, being safe and who's in and out of their home. And so we really focus on that camp week of it's just all about them. We want to go like all out, all stops. Um, and so that the kids could just have some positive memories, because sometimes, you know, when they think about some of the stuff they've been through, it's not very positive. So the kids arrive on like a yellow bus and we've got um, posters with their names on it. And we're just like cheering and we've got uh, drums and music playing and we're just kind of going all out for the kids. And the moment they arrive, it's just a plethora of like fun activities that they get to be a part of. Some of those include like an arts and craft station, woodworking, archery. They all love swimming. Um, there's a polar bear plunge. One of the days we like, oh, fun. Um, yeah, we get into cold water at like uh, 630 in the morning and all jump in. Um, and we also have like various special guests that come throughout the week. We've had like um, Hawaiian dancers and um, a karate person and a bubbles guy. And most recently we had a, a concert and we had an artist come in and that was just a lot of fun. But one of my favorite things that we get to do at camp is um, what's called everyone's birthday. So a lot of uh, vulnerable youth, you know, their birthdays might not have really been celebrated. Some kids actually come and they weren't even sure when their birthday was. And so on Wednesday of camp, we have something called everyone's birthday and they all get presents um, that have been donated by people and wrapped up and there's a tons of stuff in there and they get a cupcake with their name on it and they get their name and birthday announced on the microphone. And, you know, people just get to cheer for them and celebrate them and look them in the eye and, you know, say, I'm so glad you're born. I'm so glad you're here. Um, and then we continue the celebration with boat rides. So we're up in Lake Geneva. And a few people have like donated um, their boats to us and take these kids and like the smiles that exist on these boat rides is just like, it fills my heart. It's so fun. They're having the best time. And then we usually cap the night off with um, what we do, like a fun fair. So sometimes we've had like a petting zoo and just like little booths set up where kids can go and play some games. And um, it's just like a really special time for them to be seen. And that's kind of what we want the week to be remembered for. You know, we send them home with a photo album of pictures and, you know, we're reminding them that God loves them, that people, um, that adults can be trusted and that they're deserving of good things and that they have a bright future ahead. That's so amazing. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's I bet I just love the boat rides on Lake Geneva. Oh. I can't even imagine like. Yes. When you get like a sunny day and the, I mean, it's just like, it's so fun. And, um, over the years we've had more people want to help with the boat rides. So we've actually been able to have like longer boat rides and you get to like see all the homes on Lake Geneva and, and some of these kids, it's their first time ever one in a lake, two on a boat. And, uh, they're just having a really good time. That's so awesome. I love that. Love it. Love it. So you guys seriously pull out, um, all the stops. Pretty much. Yeah. We, we try to like, um, yeah, just think about ways that we can kind of surprise them and to just really let them know that they're, they're worthy of going, you know, all out for. Awesome. That's so amazing. I love it. I love it. Um, so what personally inspired you to start this chapter of the charity? Sure. So, um, I, like I said, I've been directing for five, but I've been involved with the organization for about 15 and, um, I was at an event where I heard about like the statistics, the negative statistics, like facing foster care youth. And I just felt like I needed to do something. And it feels so daunting because 
you know, the statistics of them, um, you know, ending up in prison, not graduating high school, ending up pregnant, you know, it can feel very defeating already. Um, and as a teacher, I just like really love kids. And I thought that this camp experience might be something that I could do. Um, and I'm like really jealous of my summers. Like as a teacher, I feel like I have earned off every day that I have in the summer. So I wasn't sure, you know, how I wanted to spend my time, but for the past 15 years, like Royal family has been the highlight of my summer every summer. Um, I couldn't imagine not doing it. Um, so I just, I got captured by the vision. I got captured by, um, the impact that I feel like we have. A lot of people say, you know, it's only a five day camp experience. Like what really can it do? Um, and when we have returning count, um, returning campers and you hear how much camp meant to them and that they still have a lot of their photo albums and crafts that they made. And some of our campers, what's cool now, since we've been around for a while, have come back as counselors. And so to just see like the fullness of that has been really like special. Um, and so much so like I just have had a great experience that recently for the past two years, me and my husband have been fostering um, two sisters um, who are eight and nine. Uh, so we've had them for about two years now. And this past summer, they were able to come to Royal Family. And that was like a cool time for our family to all be there. My husband um, there's, uh, a production team and music and drama, and he's on that staff, uh, just to see the camp experience from my kids' eyes now and how much it meant to them. And, you know, just even yesterday, they took their photo albums and wanted to take it to school. And so I just know how impactful it was and, um, have just continued on wanting to be involved in it. That's awesome that you've really seen it from every single angle from, mm -hmm. you know, campers becoming counselors um, and sharing that inspiration with those that need it um, for another cycle. And then you've also got two, two sisters that are going through it as well. That's awesome. So yeah. eight, nine, what are their names? Janaya is nine and Samaya is uh, eight. And yeah, they've been like such a blessing. They're so fun and like really thriving these past few years and doing well in school and such really good personalities. Like one of them, like she's such an actress, like loves all the, you know, she's been watching Raven lately. And I feel like she's uh, got every expression that Raven does like down and the other one's really creative, um, like loves spending times like doing crafts. And um, as you know, challenging as the pandemic was, I think it was a really opportunity for our family who, you know, we, we didn't grow up with each other to really spend some quality time and, um, yeah, we just recently um, celebrated two years and got some family photos and it's just Aww. been, it's been good. That's amazing. Good for you guys. Thank you. Love to hear that. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. um, my next question for you is how many people are involved in this chapter? I know you said you're the director. Um, mm -hmm. So how many people does it take to really put this camp on and make it as successful as it is? Thanks. Yeah. So um, everybody that serves at camp is a volunteer. So we usually have um, whatever ratio of campers we bring, we want to have a one-to-one -one ratio of volunteer staff. So normally, um, you know, we're taking any, with the pandemic, it was a little bit different. I think we had about 52 kids last summer. Um, that's definitely our lowest, uh, but on the general side, 75 to 115 kids is no, what we normally take. And then we try to take like that many adult volunteers as well. And that one-to-one -one ratio just gives kids like that attention and time that they really need you know, where, um, you know, we're not all pulled in a bunch of different ways. Um, some of the roles of the adults that serve at camp are main one is about counselors. We take about like 50 counselors up to camp. 
Um, they get paired up with campers and they basically get to have these um, positive experiences with their campers throughout the whole week. We have things like aunts and uncles and coaches and spiritual leaders and activity coordinators, music, musicians, um, program coordinators. And it, it's really like a, a pretty big undertaking. Um, but one of the reasons why we have so many like different kinds of volunteers is um, we want it one to be a generational serve. We have uh, volunteers that are as young as like 16 to 18 um, and grandparents that come up and just love on the kids that are, you know, in their 80s. Um, and so it's a really cool time to, you know, see the, the family, you know, the royal family part of it is we really want this to kind of feel like a place where they can see family and see it function well. A lot of our returning campers, and this is just like I love, um, they are always known to say that when they're at Royal Family, like it feels like home. Um, and like that, you know, they've said things like, I think this is what heaven looks like. And, you know, just really, really thoughtful and caring things and just really leads to the impact that it's having. That's incredible. I mean, you guys are really making a difference in these kids' lives. And it just sound, it sounds exactly like the name. Like, you know, coming in yeah. for the week, you definitely feel like you're part of the royal family. You're a part of, yeah, you're a part of something. And um, I also have a, we're a nonprofit, so I have a board of volunteers as well. We've got about seven people on the board that oversee different parts of camp. And um, we're looking at growing our camp program too. Right now, we really have just focused on the five-day camp experience, but we're looking at in 2022, putting uh, mentoring um, in the, in motion so that we can just have more touch points with the kids. That's amazing. Amazing. So, um, I mean, obviously it sounds like it's a pretty big production. You guys are really going all out, you know, from every single aspect for this week in their lives to really make an impression. Um, so can you tell us just a little bit, I know the donations are probably going to all these sectors, but just tell us a little bit about where those donations go. Yeah, what's really cool about Royal Family is 100% of any support and donation goes directly like back to the camp program, back to the campers. Um, we have no paid staff. I'm not paid. Our volunteers are giving up a week of their time. A lot of times they're using vacation days to like actually volunteer at camp. And then we also don't um, charge the campers. Um, we want it to really be a gift to them. So 100% of the money goes to funding the camper experience. We say it, it takes about $600 to bring a camper to camp for the week. That includes like food, lodging. Uh, we give them, when they first get to camp, they get like a brand new t-shirt. Um, and they, at the end of camp, they get like a duffel bag full of goodies, like an MP3 player, the photo albums, usually some other like special little toys and gifts. And then they get another new shirt, like a clean shirt to wear home. Um, and so those little gifts that we give them just as reminders of, of the week that they had, a lot of the wood shop and arts and crafts, the birthday party, all of that, you know, needs to be funded. And so overall, the camp week normally costs about 70 to $75,000 to put on a five-day camp experience for our campers and volunteers. Um, and so the money that, you know, you help raise would, you know, be going to that, be going to our 2022 camp season um, bringing, you know, as many kids as we can, you know, in the pandemic and all of that, um, to camp so that they get to experience this. How many kids usually go? So it's been, I would say our, our normal average is about a hundred. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. So it's a lot of, it's a lot of bodies, a lot of kids, you know, we're one of the largest, um, you know, I said that there was over 250 camps. We're probably like the third largest in the United States. 
Um, but we just like know how much it matters. Um, so we like try to bring as many kids as we can. And we also have like support staff there, you know, obviously we're dealing with kids who have experienced childhood trauma. So we do have like, um, licensed therapists there. We have nurses there. Um, and just, just the experience so that the kids can not only get the help that they need when they're having moments that are tough or, you know, they need a nurse to just apply a bandaid and give some Gatorade, um, which makes everything better somehow, um, that they're getting those experiences. And then also like the fun of, you know, we all remember like a summer camp experience, at least I know I have had one. And so to give these kids some sense of normalcy is really what we're after. Well, you're definitely achieving that. I mean, that's, it's incredible. Like I want to go to camp, you know, it is so fun. That's so awesome. And we've had great volunteers, you know, Gaya, she's been, um, her and I actually served when I was not the director and a counselor, we served in a cabin together and she's a great leader and, um, still, you know, wants to volunteer in, in some form and uh, way. And so we, there's a, you know, a plethora of ways of getting involved, whether it's like that direct camp week experience for, or, you know, it's helping out with the birthday gifts and, you know, buying toys and things like that. So there's a lot of different ways to be involved. Sounds like it. Sounds like yeah. a very big production, but so yeah. well worth it. Oh my gosh. Those kids are so blessed to be able to grab that week and blessed to have you guys. Um, and, you know, doing what you do for them, because, you know, it just sounds like from what you experienced and what inspired you, it's just the opportunities just aren't there. And there's a lot of balls being dropped and, you know, it's just maybe not the best situation for these kids. So for you to give them a week where they really are like part of the royal family is yeah. absolutely incredible. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we just want them to like be filled with those positive memories that, you know, we don't think it, it doesn't eliminate, you know the past hurts and, you know, but it might fill them and remind them of things when, when stuff does get hard. That there is a positive light out there. Yes, exactly. Yes. Amazing. Awesome. Anything else you want to tell us? Those are all the questions that I have, but I know yeah. we went through a lot, but I'm, yeah, I'm- I, I feel like I covered a lot of it and I'm just really thankful for the opportunity to, to just have a platform to talk about it. You know, we're kind of a smaller as, as nationwide as we are, we're starting to get more like on social media and things like that. So not everybody has heard of Royal family where some of the other organizations people have. So just appreciate the ability to talk to you and the people who see this video. And um, yeah, I would love to, to connect with anybody who's interested. Um, our website is rfk.org. Um, slash Barrington, and you'd be able to find more information about camp as well as um, a way to contact me. Now, where's the camp held? Is it in Barrington? Um, it's at our sponsor location is in Barrington, but uh, we actually go to Lake Geneva. So it's about oh, a all of it is in Lake Geneva. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So yeah, we've been at the campgrounds since we've started and it's just a, you kind of feel like you're getting away a little bit, um, but it's like close enough where the kids can handle the drive and all of that. Yeah, it's gorgeous up there. Um, yeah, it's, it's so that. fun. It's so fun. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me this morning. We are honored to donate to um, Royal Family Kids Camp. It's been fun promoting you guys in the studio for the past month. Um, I know we're doing this today on the 24th, but we still have a few days left here in the month of November. We'll continue to get people to check in for charity. Um, and yeah, we're just super excited to be a part of it. And again, I appreciate you taking time out to talk to me today. And, you know, it makes me feel good because I didn't really know much about it. Mm-hmm. Now I do. And it makes me feel even better that we're contributing to such an awesome cause and the positivity in these kids' lives. And they really need it. So you guys are. Again, every every 
amount helps. And I really appreciate that. So thank you so much for your time, Rachel, and for Gaia for nominating us and all the members that end up helping out in any way. Yeah, absolutely. And have a happy Thanksgiving. Yes, you too. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Bye, Serena. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. If you like this episode, subscribe to our YouTube channel or find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or whatever your favorite place is to listen to podcasts. And if you really liked this episode, please leave a review for us on iTunes. Thanks, and we'll see you next week.